0: I'm Kyle Mylan and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. Are you struggling to pick the right marketing agency for your industrial or manufacturing company? Because in this episode, I'm going to cover the key areas and factors to consider before you do. So the first thing we're going to talk about is your team. What is your team set up like? And contrary to most people's belief, um industrial marketing teams at industrial companies and manufacturing companies are typically small. Sometimes as small as one person, which is usually just the the head in charge of sales is also in charge of marketing. I've talked to hundreds and thousands of companies over the last 6 years and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're we're kind of small, we're a big company but we're kind of small for marketing." I'm like, "Dude, you guys are on track." and on par with everybody else. Now, when you get into the multiple billions in revenue or close to a billion, then the teams get bigger. But what you first have to consider is what is your team like? What type of resources do you have internally? If you have nobody, then that's a great starting point. You're going to rely heavily on your marketing agency. But if you don't want your marketing agency to take over everything and you're just looking for them to do a couple of key aspects, um, you have to make them aware of like, here's my resources. This is the team that I currently have. This is what we're currently doing. All of that stuff should get talked about from a strategy standpoint in the initial call with them, the initial discovery call, because you want to be transparent and say, look, I've already got somebody that does the web. I've already got a contract with somebody. I've already got somebody internally that does all my web and IT. Whatever it is that you have, you have to look at your team and then determine, <clears throat> how do I pick a marketing agency from this? And the next area we're going to go into is going to be the budget. Um, how should you set your budget? There isn't any sort of math behind it when it comes to um, you know using a 0.5 percent of your revenue should be spent on marketing, I never do things like that. If you're a 10 million dollar company, a 20 million dollar company um, and you're trying to increase your revenue by 10 or twenty percent and the goal of that and the driver of that is going to be by using, um, a marketing agency to fuel that outbound and inbound growth, then you cannot expect to pay that agency 1500 to $3,000 a month. No agency on the planet can get you multiple millions of dollars worth of revenue if you spend $30,000 a year. So you have to understand like with your budget, I would say at a minimum um, you need to be comfortable spending. If you're an industrial manufacturing, you need to be comfortable spending at least a month if you want to see the top end and top funnel growth of your revenue increasing and new opportunities come in. Can you spend less? Yes. Is it sustainable? Is it going to be a consistent basis where new opportunities are coming in at a couple thousand dollars a month? It is not. Um, You can do a singular aspect of your marketing for a thousand or $2,000 a month. If you just want somebody to focus on your SEO Sure, you can do that for $1,000 a month. But if you're turning to an agency saying, look, I have a couple people on my team or I have nobody on my team. I want you guys to do everything for me. I want you to be my partner. Um, Expect to at least spend $5,000 a month. So for those of you that cannot spend $5,000 a month, you need to look at what resources do I have to kind of circumvent the issues that I'm going to run into with not having the financial resources to come through. The budget is extremely important. That's one of the first questions that we ask. So if you get on a call with us and you're like, hey, I want to talk to Kyle or I want to talk to Greta, who's who's my business development manager, and talk about strategy and see what should I do differently and what should I plan for for 2022, there's basically three things that we're looking for to come out of that conversation. Number one is what are you currently doing and what are your resources? So what are you currently doing with your marketing? What type of resources do you have internally to take care of some of these things? The second question that we're going to ask you is what are you looking to achieve with these results? If you tell me you're looking for 20% growth and you're a hundred million dollar year company, that's going to require a lot of activity. That's going to require a bigger budget. But if you're like, Hey, look, I'm just looking for like 5% growth, 10% growth. I'm 10 million a year in revenue, you know, then you're talking like a million bucks at 10% growth like that you can do for for a lesser budget than somebody that's looking for 20 or 40 million dollars. And the third thing we're going to ask is what is your budget? There's been times where I've talked to people and they're like, "Whoa, how could you even like you're asking me that question on the first conversation?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." And the reason why is because I've talked to tons of people that have very low budget expectations. That are like, hey, a thousand bucks a month should be able to get me where I want to go. And it's just not going to happen. There are agencies that can do that, but not MFG Tribe. Because of the way that we do things, it's, completely, it's a complete package. The next area you're going to look at is the experience. The experience of the agency that you're talking to. Have they worked in industrial before? Have they worked with manufacturing companies? What type of traction do they have with it? Are they just a B2B agency that says, yeah, we're a B2B marketing agency, comma, that also works with industrial companies? You have to really look into that because this is a different world. You guys know it. Like the whole reason why I started MFG Tribe was because I had worked with B2B agencies like seven, eight, nine, 10 years ago. There wasn't anybody that was focusing industrial. Even the bigger B2B agencies didn't, they barely even touched industrial. And so I'm constantly teaching them everything that they need to know to it, to exhaustion to where at the point... I'm like, I could just do this myself. I could just hire a team to do it myself. And so you can hire a team for a few hundred thousand dollars a year to handle everything. Or you can partner with an agency that costs you maybe a hundred, 125,000 a year that already has a team that could do it. But I I was looking at their experience and it was very difficult to find somebody that knew what it is that we did uh, in the, in the role that I was in. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to start an industrial marketing agency because I'm only going to work with these people because this is a niche that I can serve. It excites me. I get up every day. I'm like, it's cool. We get to work with industrial companies, whether it's automation, robotics, uh, plastics, metals, corrugated products, gears, motors, pumps, everything in between. Um, I love that stuff. And so you have to look at their experience. Now, if you're going after comparing a B2B agency that's going to say, I'm going to quote you $3,000 a month and an industrial agency that's like, I'm going to quote you $65 or $85 or $9,500 a month, there's a difference because they know what it's going to take to get the results. A lot of these B2B agencies are just kind of learning. That's why they have a lot built up in the front of their timeline of, of onboarding and Going through the learning process to try and understand how do you sell to engineers and purchasing and operations people? They don't even know. So they're going through a learning process or maybe they worked with somebody kind of like years before, um, but they don't have a ton of experience in it. So it's going to take them a lot of time to do that. And like anybody who follows my content knows that you have to take time out of the equation because in industrial, everything is about timing. You call somebody today, they say, no, something happens at the plant. Something happens with their product. Something happens with whatever it is. And you call them tomorrow and they're like, yep, actually I do need that. Actually, I'm looking to source all this business and you cannot afford to wait while you teach somebody what they need to know or what you're hoping that they should know. So definitely look at their experience. It, it, I feel like it doesn't go Like the, the, the subject of experience doesn't get beat into people's heads enough. The issue is like, you're in, you're in whatever city you're in, you're in Chicago, New York, Florida, you're in Texas, you're in California, wherever it is that you are. And you're like, I want somebody local. You don't need somebody local. Okay. COVID happened. And now you guys are pretty much used to doing video calls with everybody. So nobody needs to be local. You need to work with somebody that has the experience and the expertise in that niche because they're going to get you results quicker than anybody that says, yes, I've worked with a couple companies. Um, yes, we can do it for you. That goes into the next point, the strategy. So if your strategy working with an industrial marketing agency is going to be different than your strategy working with a B2B marketing agency. So after you look at their experience, then hopefully you've narrowed it down. Now you've got, you're working with a company that has a specific strategy that has tried and true methods that work. Um, that's how we are here. We only work with industrial companies. So when I say hey, you know what, we should start doing this service. When we first got into video and started doing video marketing, we make over 400 videos a year for all of our clients. It wasn't like, hey, let's just try this out and see if it works, it was, we tested it, it worked. We then expanded it across multiple clients that were interested. That works. Then we bring in new clients. We talk about that aspect of marketing. It works even better. And then we've got all of these data points. We've got over a dozen companies that are all doing this this strategy with everything going away from direct sales and and more about branding and content creation and all that stuff. The strategy should match that. Anybody that says, yeah, we want to focus on trade shows they're stuck in the old ways. Anybody that's not telling you only to focus on LinkedIn is stuck in the old ways. That's the only social platform that you should care about. Anybody that is not telling you to create content as much as physically possible is not in tune with the strategy that works. So we create over 400 videos over a, w- a year, we create over 300 articles a year. It's all about written word and spoken word. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Now, how you distribute that and put that out there that depends. Is it just on your website? Is it on YouTube? Are you are you running paid ads with it? All of that stuff with the strategy, that can depend on your budget. It could depend on what specific service or product you're selling is, um, but that should all get taken in consideration. Do not focus on areas that are going to waste you money. Now, I'm not saying trade shows aren't worth money, but excessive trade shows are not worth the money. You're spending $100,000 a year on trade shows. You can do way more bang for that buck Uh, going direct with your marketing on a strategic outbound approach using content. The next point we're going to get into is going to be the timeline. Like I said, everything's about timing, but how long does it take to get things going? So I have experience, obviously, with MFG Tribe and the way that we do things. I have experience working with other B2B agencies What I've seen is that that beginning one to three months, everybody, most other companies, even the industrial marketing companies are going through an onboarding or learning phase. And if it's a company that doesn't know your market very well, then they're learning. If it's a company that is industrial and they're doing that, then all that they're doing is building in a buffer to increase revenue for themselves because it should not take anybody 90 days to learn how to market your business. Whenever we send out proposals, I have I have one of the sheets that says project timeline and it breaks down the first eight weeks. What are we doing in the first eight weeks? Weeks one and two is onboarding, getting the information, getting the data, presentations, all the collateral, access to all the different points, websites, social, Google Analytics, the whole G Drive suite that's the first one to two weeks. By week three, we're already posting on social. By week four, the content calendar is already created with topics based on research and what we feel would be best to write about and the video topics as well. That's done by week four. By week five and six, the first article is done and published and shared out there. Everything's about speed. You have to do things quickly. Hold your agency accountable and say, dude, I don't want to wait eight, nine, 12 weeks. My boss is not going to let me wait three months before, oh, the agency finally came up and actually created something. It has to be done within the first four weeks. Some sort of thing should be happening. They should be executing on some part of the strategy within the first four weeks. And that's really what's most important. Time is wasted and and everything's about time and money and they all go hand in hand. So you have to focus on, I don't want to miss opportunities. We need to get this rolling as fast as possible. So what can we do to support you? If they send over a proposal and they're like, hey, we're going to learn about your business for the first quarter, um, I would say throw those people out. You want things to happen quickly. The next area is going to be communication. How are they going to communicate with you? How are they going to give you this information? The way that we do things is we have something called Teamwork Projects. Teamwork Projects is a cloud-based project management system. All of our customers have access to a project. Um, all of our employees are on those projects to communicate. We do not email. Everything goes through teamwork projects, all approvals for graphics, videos, everything's done through a centralized system. Now, is that one more system for you to log into? Yes, it is. But you don't have to worry about CCing people or wh- find that email or set up a folder system in your Outlook. How is the potential agency that you're working with or the agency that you're currently working with communicating information? Is it easy? I found that Teamwork Projects works best for us. Um, all of our clients have access to everything inside of it when we have a branded graphic or a video or an article to approve we post it in there as a file they get to see the file they get to they get to write comments to it changes that they want to do if they want to upload different revisions things like that all that's done in one system it's complete tracking across the board everybody gets notified in your team. And that's important. You really want to try and have some sort of integrated system. And I'm not talking a chat system. So we have chat internally. This is not chat. This is an entire project management system with everything in that communication should not, you know, time should not be wasted on communicating. It should be effective, efficient, and you have to make sure that whoever it is that you're working with has an effective and efficient way to communicate information back to you and for you to give information to them. The next area we're going to look at is performance. Are they performing? What is your performance criteria? Are you trying to expand into a market? Are you trying to grow brand growth? How do you quantify that? Are you looking at total number of leads coming in, and how are you measuring that on a monthly basis? So too far too often I hear you know yeah we've got this agency that we're going to be leaving and we're talking to new agencies like MFG Tribe, and um, I say okay well we what we do is we have a 60 minute call at the end of each month to review the previous month's performance. And we look at analytics and data and social and videos and articles and all that stuff. And we basically sit down for an hour, go through the data, show what worked, what didn't, what areas need to be changed, what don't, what's coming through the pipeline, um, any issues, concerns, questions that they have. It's all done in a 60-minute call so that way we're not at the end of the year being like, yeah, remember what happened in month three? Yeah, that didn't work out well for us. So you have to look at the performance of it. How are you going to measure it and quantify it? And far too often people are like, uh, yeah, we get a spreadsheet or we get some some graphs, some data, some PDFs on a monthly basis. I don't know where they are. Um, they just kind of send them over, but we don't really review it together. I mean, you have to be reviewing the performance. You have to make sure that what it is that, that they're doing on your behalf is working. If it's not working, have that conversation at the end of the month. If something needs to change, have that conversation whenever it is, certainly you could bring it up ahead of time if something's coming up. But when you're looking at the data, see, is this working? Yes or no. Is the agency going to make adjustments? Yes or no. And then what's the plan moving forward? But you always have to grade people based on their performance. So that's pretty much all that I have for picking the right marketing agency. Hopefully you guys got some value out of it. As always, leave your comments, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow the stuff that I'm doing on LinkedIn and just look to see how we're doing it. There's a reason behind it because it just works and it'll work for your industry. So as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person, you know, and if you can leave me a review, cause it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Milan. I will see you on the next one.